0: It's the Crown Cast, the Novice Crown Cast. It's Chris Honorado, it's Garrett Bernardo, it's Dan Jason on the side of your screen here. But our guest this week, guys, is Dolly Cairn, Saratoga Springs star. Went to Rhode Island and now to Florida Gulf Coast. So what we know about Dolly, and maybe she doesn't even know this about herself, is my guess is she's gonna own a beach house <laughs> one day from URI, not far from uh, the ocean, and then down to Florida, uh, not far from the Atlantic either. Dolly, it's good to see you, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, thank you for having me.
0: Congrats on the success you've had here. Um, as we talk to you now, you've had back-to-back really good games. Do you feel like you're like kind of now into the groove First season, obviously, at FGCU and, and only a handful of games in, But but have you felt like a, a difference in the last couple of games?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I would I would say so. I think, you know, my I've only been here for four months and just kind of the, the expectations that we have here um, as a program as a whole, I think, are very high. And, you know, you kind of just have to be ready right from the start. Um, but just yeah, taking my opportunities when they're there and um, just continuing to, to learn.
2: That's awesome. I know it definitely can be tough stepping into a new culture, new team. Was that something that you felt really comfortable with when when you decided to transfer like what was it about the coach maybe or even teammates that you had met early on that kind of gave you that comfort zone to make the the jump
1: yeah, that was the the biggest thing I was kind of not looking forward to is how I was gonna fit in, but honestly, it was the easiest thing ever I mean they my teammates made it so easy I live with. Um, two of the girls on my team they're awesome I love them um, we do a lot of things together there's so much to do down here um, and then like I said our our coach has very high standards for us and kind of holds us to those expectations and just kind of the way everybody carries themselves down here and in this program is um, just something that I've been able to easily adjust to.
0: That's awesome. Real quick DJ before you jump in man here it is Six straight NCAA tournament appearances. It would have been seven if not for COVID. Um, But ever since Florida Gulf Coast became a full Division I member, they've dominated the Atlantic Sun League. Um, And that was again 2011. And you've either, this program dolly has either won the conference regular season or tournament championship, and sometimes both every single year since that 2011 run. So you said, I mean, the winning culture is you're just expected to kind of fit in.
1: Yeah, I think um, another thing, especially during my visit down here, was that it's great that we have all these accolades, but, you know, we actually have to work hard for it. And (laughs) our non-conference schedule really prepares us for that. And we have a lot of tough um, Power 5 teams that we're playing. Um, But, yeah, I mean, we do put a lot of hard work in. It doesn't just come – know easily
3: (laughs) yeah and to speak about that I mean you had a spectacular win against Kentucky and you yourself you know with 16 points and six assists really leading the charge out there uh, it was huge to see that I also saw you're you're playing like every second of the game (laughs) how how is that adjustment and like your stamina really is is lending to you really going the distance and and being that leader you know um, as a senior member even though you transferred how's that whole thing developed
1: yeah, I, I mean, I really had no expectation coming in, like where, you know, I didn't expect to play, you know. I didn't really have any expectations to play. And, um, you know, just kind of listening to coach and just really just trusting his process and the way he runs things, obviously because he's very successful and us as a program are very successful, but just trusting him and, and just, you know, utilizing my opportunities when they're there and just kind of really being useful when, um, you know, that opportunity is there.
0: Yeah. But Dolly, doesn't everybody transfer now because they're promised minutes or a starting role or a number of shots or like, is, I mean, and I'm not going to bang on the transfer portal. It's just the way of life now. I think you've, I think your team has like 10 or 11 players who had a previous stop before Florida Gulf coast. So it's I'm I'm kind of interested here. You say like, hey, no expectations, nothing was promised to me. I kind of figured that if somebody was transferring, it was because I'm going to get more of X, Y, or Z.
1: Yeah, I, I would just say I think just going back to the success of this program. I mean, I think a lot of people want to be a part of it, and then once they you know kind of are you know in in it, I guess don't realize how hard it is to kind of be good and how hard how much hard work it takes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it was going to be competitive. Obviously, like you said, we had seven, I think, transfers coming in. Um, nothing was promised. And it's just kind of, you know, how, how hard are you going to push yourself? And, and then obviously gaining the trust from your coach. And um, that's something that I think has been a huge thing for me this year in my relationship with Coach Tomesco and how, he, how much confidence he has installed in me. I think has been the biggest, um, the biggest thing that, you know, has helped me grow here so far.
2: Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously there's a lot of different comments going on with the transfer portal and how that affects teams and stuff. I'd imagine you probably have, you know, a pretty good perspective of it. Like, what would you say, you know, with that being an option. Cause I know when I was a college athlete or Dan, even like, it wasn't as easy to just jump ship and, you know, find a new fit, like how, you know, what's your take on it? And yeah, I think it, it's interesting to hear that.
1: Yeah. I think honestly, I never thought I would transfer and I, I feel like I'm a loyal person. Like I would, I wanted to stick with the program all four years and, and you know, no matter what, the circumstances where I wanted to, to do that just because, you know, just for like that loyalty kind of. Right. Yes. Right. But yeah, I mean with me graduating and, and just kind of looking for a fresh start, I think um, it was something that really kind of opened my eyes obviously. And um, like I said, my transition was super easy. I probably had it very much more easier than anyone else has. Um, But yeah and then as far as like you know playing a playing standpoint we're still learning how to play with each other and i really don't think that you know we'll kind of get things rolling and really know how everyone plays off of each other until probably that halfway point when conference starts hmm. um but yeah i mean i think that's the biggest thing just keep continuing to build those relationships and Learning from each other, and like I said, these non-conference opponents that we have are just going to make us better in the long run.
3: Yeah, and how how is the system, you know, now being there down in Florida different or similar to what you were playing when URI? Because obviously, there could be a, a large adjustment. You know, you go to a new team, you have new teammates, but then you're learning a whole nother system. Or was that something that was taken into consideration of where you're looking to play next?
1: Um. I would say the biggest difference is just, I mean, obviously our shooting, we're known for our threes. Um, our, uh, I don't know what it's called. Our uh, slogan is reigning threes. Um, but <laughs> and yeah. you're a
3: part of that. I mean, I just got to stop for a second because you hit over 100 career three-pointers. And that, yeah. that's a huge accomplishment. And, I mean, you're also shooting over 86% from the line. Like, people need to realize, like, the high caliber of shooting that you're doing that it can't be taken lightly. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun basketball to watch for people.
1: Yeah. We're uh, we're off to a rough start this season from three, but I think that's kind of part of us learning how to play with each other and sharing the ball and getting, you know, those open shots. But, yeah, the biggest thing is, is everybody on the floor, one through five, being able to shoot the ball and really spacing it out. So, you know, if we draw defenders out to three-point line, that opens everything up down underneath so, for open layups. And it's, I mean, it sounds simple, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a complicated system. You really have to put a lot of time into to learning how he, he runs things, but um, yeah, that's his philosophy. So got to trust it. Yeah.
0: Guys, this is the system for me. I mean, I was, my <laughs> high school coach would tell you that I was three point line to three point line. I didn't like to, I didn't, I didn't get all that close to the basket. This, this is for me, 28, you guys attempt 28 threes a game, Dolly. I know you said the percentages are not where you want them to be yet uh, individually or as a team, but here's what I love about th- this is unique. And you'd have to really kind of look at things to, to find it. But I saw it earlier today is I'm wondering like, okay, how is this player listed? What position? Where do they play on the floor? Every single player, if you look at the team roster, it just says shooter. It doesn't matter how tall, short wow. they are, slow, fast, shooter. You're all listed as shooters, Dolly. That is awesome. I love Shit. that. I saw that they
1: posted our um, kind of like a printout of the, the roster page and everybody's position, hometown, and every everything was shooter, and then my family members texted me saying, This is the greatest thing ever. Like <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah. On okay, that cool. wavelength, it's so. Just for people who are listening and tuning in, how many shots are you individually getting up each day? Because obviously, that preparation to make them in the game, the practice and the work ethic has to be there. So, like individually, on you know, on a regular basis, and as a team in practice, how many shots are you throwing
1: up? Um, we have this thing called uh, if you want to be great, eighty-eight. So. You take 88 shots, and there's – I mean, there's a whole binder of shooting drills that you can do to to put um, together to get to those 88 shots. But um, the whole summer – I wasn't here for the summer, but the whole summer was spent on shooting, shooting drills only, Um, the whole preseason. So the month of September was um, all shooting drills. We would shoot, I would say, probably 200 to 300 shot makes per day, not just shots. Wow. Um, and then now we're getting busier with scout and having to go over ho- coverages. So um, a lot of that's having to be done in our own time.
2: Wow. <laughs> that's like, I mean, what, what was Kobe doing after practice? He, he, <laughs> he was hundreds and hundreds of hours. I mean, I'm a baseball guy, but I know like Pujols, would, Albert Pujols would take like a thousand swings off of a tee before a game. Yeah. This, oh, but those are the works. things, yeah. It's you got to need
1: them. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> That's awesome. Uh, Dolly, I looked it up. Campus at URI was only seven and a half miles from Narragansett Beach. Uh, <laughs> Florida Gulf Coast campus is 18 and a half miles from Fort Myers Beach. Have you spent any time at either?
1: I have not. <laughs>
2: That's probably that's probably a guarded answer, right? So I have
1: not been yet since I've been here. But I do have um, family down in Marco Island. So it's like an okay. hour south. So I've gone down there and visited my grandma and went to the beach with her. But I haven't been to the Fort Myers Beach yet.
0: I've heard Sanibel Island is cool, too. That wouldn't be far from you, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's yeah. pretty close.
3: Well, Chris, she's, she's spending a lot of time shooting, right? And Indoors, I know. Yeah, I mean, obviously you have this passion, right, as a basketball player. So take us through a little bit, like, your basketball journey. Because obviously everybody knows you transferred, you're playing at the highest level when it comes to NCAA athletics. But where for that younger person out there that maybe they want to take that next leap, how how does that look? Like, how did that develop for you?
1: Um, yeah, I would just say um, learn as much as you can, you know, and learn from everybody. Don't just stick with – you know, the same person or the same coach kind of teaching you. Um, I had a ton of different coaches, different trainers over the years. Um, I got involved in like strength and uh, speed and agility Um, when I was in middle school. That has helped me grow as an athlete, not just a basketball player, but just as an overall athlete. Um, But, yeah, just continue to learn, continue to get in the gym, Um, you know, go get shots up when nobody's watching. Um, And, yeah, just – keep 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 shooting it.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. When did you know you were good?
1: Uh I don't know. I maybe high school. I don't know. I don't I don't like to talk about that side of myself, but I would say high school when I started first getting recruited. Okay. I kind of knew I would have a, a career in playing basketball.
0: Okay. When did I'll ask it this way then um, when did people start to tell you you were good and had the potential to be maybe even better than you thought?
1: Um, I would say probably my freshman year of high school, maybe even yeah. eighth grade, just when I started playing varsity as an eighth grader. I think everybody kind of noticed that, that there was an eighth grader on the varsity team and kind of followed me from there, which is cool.
0: So when you're, 12 13 14 years old and people are, are telling you things um that even right now you don't want to hear me say uh, <laughs> how how have you maintained that humility to work when nobody's watching
1: um yeah i i would just say just never being satisfied and um you know there's always room to grow um but yeah just staying true to it and continuing to trust the process i mean There's always things you can be learning. There's always things you can be watching. There's basketball on all the time. Um, So there's always something you can be learning from.
0: I mean, I refuse to believe, guys, that Dolly's freshman year was eight years ago, uh, and she was a member of the News Channel 13 All-Star team. But I I will tell you, as somebody who's a lot better at at, um, identifying talent on a basketball court as opposed to executing talent on a basketball court you just knew immediately like and and you know not even specific to dolly like division one players dj you're a great basketball player yourself like they move differently they think ahead of everybody else they're it's slower out there for them they're more comfortable you just tell dolly as a freshman um a shen trap was not facing her (laughs) (laughs) your rival yeah (laughs) no that's
2: definitely special i mean it's been exciting to just follow your journey even you know i got to know you from really my wife who was a saratoga native uh knowing dolly from when she was working out in high school um and then following you into your collegiate career uri and now fgcu um It's just I think it's a great story for people to hear, like and especially for like a local talent Um, here in upstate New York. You're playing down in Florida and, you know, sometimes some college kids or high school students can think that they need to stay local or they can't, you know, stay in the safe zone. But you've definitely, you know, just expanded that whole Uh, opportunity for yourself to like go where the opportunity is kind of recognize the strengths of your game Mm -hmm. and get to a place where you felt like you'd have an opportunity to prove your talent like Mm -hmm. so definitely kudos to you on that um and i yeah like is there anything else that you would want to share with you know young high schoolers out there that, that you know we work with a lot of young basketball players um aspiring to play at the collegiate level um, you know, now with you being where you are, um, what would you say are just like the most important, uh, things that you've learned, you know, all this time? Yeah, I
1: would, I just, something that just came to mind, I would just say confidence and just kind of installing confidence in yourself and not letting anyone take that away from you. Um, you know, there, there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. There's going to be a lot of people that are negative with you. But Mm. I think just knowing that, you know, you have confidence in yourself, that's the only thing that that you really need to do anything. Um, And, you know, whatever life presents to you or whatever challenge you're facing, as long as you have confidence in yourself and and trust yourself that you'll make the best decision or make the most out of it, I think that's as easy as as it's going to be.
3: That's yeah, that, awesome. that's huge I, I think that's tremendous advice a lot of times young people it's hard for them to to have that confidence but someone like yourself who works so hard that's where it probably comes from would you say like putting the hours in the gym and just studying the game and working on your craft is that where you found your confidence was there like a time in your life where you're like man this is all you know i'm putting it together maybe it's not always easy but i know that the next game the next shot it's going to go in I'm i'm going to play better how, how's that developed for yourself as an athlete?
1: Yeah, I I would say it's a daily thing. I mean, you you have to really have to continue to work on your confidence. I don't think, I mean, some people might just have it like that, but for me, it's been a, a big challenge for me, and just continuing to to maintain that honesty with myself, and and yeah, I mean, there'll be days, weeks, where you're well, where you will have it or you don't, but just continuing to install that in yourself and making sure that, you know, you kind of carry that with you is, it's really important.
0: I love that. When was the, um, what was the last time you took a shot that you didn't think was going in?
1: Ooh. I don't know. That's a tough question. <laughs> I don't know. I, we uh
0: any half, any half quarters maybe yeah. or <laughs> well maybe but but shooter like I mean the way we say like the only way to shoot yourself out of the get out of a slump is to keep shooting right like I, I don't know that good shooters ever think the ball is leaving their hand and it isn't going in
1: right yeah yeah no I I definitely agree you on the basketball court keep shooting it and and just kind <laughs> of I mean you hope it goes in every time but it's not going to but Oh, yeah. keep that confidence
2: there's nothing like getting in a, a nice rhythm though when you just well oh, <laughs> i mean I miss, that's i mean i remember that from high school basketball but when you get hot from the three nothing better yeah it's like know.
0: throwing it in the ocean right yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh awesome. dolly we've talked a lot about hoops here but before we let you run i do want to ask you about uh life after basketball. I know you're already thinking about that. And so much of what we talk about on this podcast is um, the change novice athletes are able to affect in a number of different ways. And that goes way beyond um, whatever sport they play. So in terms of what you're studying at FGCU, um, and then what you want to do post-basketball.
1: Yeah, um, I think there's a career for me in, in the health field and, and working with people. Um, I'd love to work with athletes if the, that opportunity presents itself. Um, but with my, I'm doing a master's in health administration. Um, so if that, you know, presents any opportunities after I complete that degree, um, I might look down that that path. Um, and then, yeah, I, I would love to, to continue to coach and help um, younger athletes like I do when I'm home in the summers. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I love the game of basketball. I love, um, performance. I love healthcare. So just something in that area.
0: That's why is coaching fun and not frustrating? Maybe it is both.
1: Well, it is, it is both. (laughs) It is, but, um, I think, I think just the relationships, I mean, the, the. I have some of the kids' phone numbers, and um, you know, if I can hang out with them off the court and just kind of talk to them about anything that you know they want to talk about, I think it's that that piece, that relationship piece, that goes farther than basketball, that mm. makes it fun to get to see kind of both sides of them. Um, and then, obviously, on the court, it gets a little frustrating, but it's all it's all good stuff.
3: Yeah, Chris, I had the pleasure of seeing Dolly in action, coaching some of the youth up in Saratoga in the summertime. And it's just a really great thing to see her because we all know of her as this amazing basketball player and somebody who's a real competitor. But to see her coaching up the kids and like installing that confidence in them, it really made a lot of sense that, you know, what she's saying now and. And how important that is. And she's somebody that is giving back. And when we think about like athletes in the hometown crown, that that's what we're, we're looking for. You know, when we partner with great athletes like herself and giving back to the community, making that impact. So doll, there's no doubt that you'll continue to do that um, on the court and off the court in the healthcare, like whatever, wherever your life takes you, you're going to be really great at it.
0: Thank you. All right, no, Dolly, no. I know the men's team was Dunk City. What did you what what did you say the slogan is for the women's program?
1: Reigning threes.
0: Reigning threes. And a novice we like to say, claim your crown. So keep shooting your shot and uh and keep claiming your crown. Thanks for doing the crown cast.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks, Dolly.